Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Daydon Tolbert Show. I am your host, Daydon Tolbert. This is Ask Daydon Advice Lunch Hour. Um, I want to uh, talk today a little bit about, um, you know, kind of continuing uh, my last conversation a few days ago on just relationships and and dating. In fact, tonight's show or today's show actually is is titled Relationships 101, Do's and Don'ts of Dating. And, you know, this time of year, you know, Christmas, Thanksgiving, you know, New Year's, Valentine's Day, there's, there's you know, everyone's scrambling around trying to find love and um, just, uh, you know, there's often a lot of frustration. There's often a lot of disappointment or there's often a lot of confusion. And one of the things I try to do around this time of year is take the confusion out of it, take the guesswork out of it, and answer as many common dating and relationship questions as possible. And so today being Ask Date on Advice Monday, uh, I, I'm going to do a lot of that today. I'm going to talk about a lot of different, you know, questions, a lot of different situations that often cause problems in relationships. I'm going to do that with some very specific situations that have been discussed in the Friends of the Date on Tolbert Show Facebook group. Um, I'm also going to use uh, some some uh, situations that we've been seeing playing out in the media uh, when, when, you know, when, my, when I do my segment on entertainment news. You know, uh, there's a lot going on with uh, Kanye West, uh, Kim Kardashian. There's a lot going on with uh, uh, T.I. and Tiny and Floyd Mayweather. And, you know, like I said, I, you, know, you, you guys know me. I don't, I don't gossip. You know, I'm not into the, uh, you know, the glorification of, these celebrity situations, but what I try to do is take real life situations that everybody's aware of and, and, and help some people who may be going through those same situations or similar situations try to, you know, learn something from them. You know what I mean? That maybe not make those same uh those same mistakes. So let's go ahead and get the show uh get the show started, man. I, first first before I even uh go any further, I, I wanna just take a minute and say thank you Thank you, thank you to all the people who took time out to wish me a happy birthday on this Saturday. Um, you know, I, people started wishing me happy birthday on like third, you know, Thursday, and people still wish me happy birthday. So I just, you know, every year, you know, I know it's a Facebook thing. They tell you, okay, it's so and so's birthday, but you know, I really look at that stuff. Like I look, at, I tried to acknowledge at least, you know, every person and. Uh, and uh, just say thank you, uh, even if it was just a liking of the, you know, of the comment or whatever. But um, I really appreciate all the uh, kind words, the well wishes. And, it's, you know, it's good to know that people care, people, you know, uh, you know, take notice. So, again, thank you for that. I, I actually had a really good uh, birthday. I was spending, you know, I spent it with my family, my wife, my kids. We, uh, you know, we had, my daughter had a, uh, a, you know, a birthday party for one of her friends. And so uh, we all went out there, and, you know, it was a really good time. So, you know, that, I tell people, man, that's the that's the new party. But kids, when you get older, kids' parties are the, the new party, man, you know what I mean? So if you don't have kids, you you don't know what I'm talking about, but, you you know, you will. All right. Uh, what's, what else is going on out there? I don't, like I said, I haven't been talking a lot about politics. You know, we you guys are newer listeners. I have sectioned off this show, you know, I used to, well, I still do the what's going on in the world segment, you know, there's so much going on in the world, but I've broken that down into a political, you know, section over the last year, there's been a lot going on with politics, 
So a lot to talk about uh, as far as that goes. Uh, politics, race relations, a lot going on there. Uh, and then entertainment news. And so I don't have a lot of stuff politically to talk about. You know, obviously, you know, people are still talking about Donald Trump. And, you know, this is really all I want to say about that. Actually, a couple of things. Listen, I said this before. If you're still talking about Donald Trump, like if you're still mad, like if there's something that you're mad about, you know, you got to let that go. You, you see what I'm saying? Like you got to let that go. You know, when you, when you, you know, allow anger, you know, and, and disappointment to, to have a prominent place in your life, you're going to be miserable. Not only are you going to be miserable, but your people are going to not want to be around you. You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna attract if you're if you're looking for love. If this is a time of the year where you're hoping for you know to not be alone, but yet you're somebody who's always talking about Donald Trump. It's like, yo, I don't think about Donald Trump, you know. But yet there are people on my Facebook, you know, news feed who literally all they do is talk about Donald Trump like all day every day. And I'm like, yo, and I don't like to delete people, but you know what I'm saying? It, yeah, that brings me down just seeing stuff like that. So you just gotta be positive. You know, in fact, one of the things that I did say, though, uh, I came across uh, a status that I posted a year ago today, or actually a year ago yesterday. And, you know, Facebook has that feature where, you know, it can show you exactly what you posted a year ago. And what if, one of the things that I posted, I don't, I don't have it, um, you know, actually up, so I'm not going to read it verbatim, but it was something to the effect of, you know, Donald Trump. I said it's crazy how everyone is just focusing on Don, the platform of Donald Trump, where the vast majority of the, the problems that are that exist in today's society have been caused by the current administration and policies with the administration, whether that's foreign policy, domestic policy, you know. And so I said, instead of focusing on Donald Trump, who most likely will never be president, I said, let's focus on what's actually going on right now. That's what I said a year ago. I said, ironically, the only way that Donald Trump will be president is if people don't show up to vote. That's what I said a year ago. Now, if you fast forward, you know, a year, that's very, you know, it's very telling, you know, because that's ironically exactly why he's the president. I mean, there are other reasons, you know, <laughs> we're, we're not going to go there, but you know what I'm saying? that That's the main reason, one of the main reasons why he's the president is because people did not show up. People act like that. I heard someone say, well, you know, uh, people voted. No, black people voted. They just voted for Donald, for, uh, for Donald Trump. I'm like, no, no, black, that's not what happened. I said 46%, you know, of people didn't even vote. You know, I said, you know, the reality is that less than half of all black people are even registered to vote. Less than half. So we can't blame anyone. If you're, I mean, I'm personally okay with the with the results. I'm perfectly fine. I didn't vote for Donald Trump, but trust and believe, I have no problem with Hillary Clinton not being president of the United States. Okay, so but I'm so I'm not mad about anything. But for people who are mad, you know, you have no one to blame but us people who chose not to vote, which is which is their right. But I'm just saying that's the reason. So we got to get out of this whole playing the finger, playing the blame game thing. And that, that's really all I wanted to say about that, man. You know, my, man, the funny thing is my parents always taught me to take responsibility for my actions, you know, or lack thereof. You know, and so if I mess up, if I find myself in a situation, 
I'm going to look at myself first. In fact, one of the things I do here on this show is encourage self-reflection. You know, and that's what we got to get back to, you know, as a people. It's just really looking at, you know, what we can do better, all right, what we what we can do a better job of. Let me keep it moving, man. You know, and that's that's kind of like I said, I don't, I don't have a lot to say uh, regarding politics. For me, it's just, you know, life as usual. You know, I don't think that anything major is going to happen that hasn't already been happening uh, over the last eight years. You know what I mean? So we'll see. But uh, entertainment, and again, uh, Relationships 101, and you'll see it with with this entertainment, you know, piece, you know, this section, I want you all to keep in mind this all goes along with Relationships 101, do's and don'ts of dating. I could have called it dating problem solving because there's so many issues. It's funny. People talk about, uh, it's funny, people are like, oh, man, I don't want to get married. I don't want to get married, but, you know, uh, you know, marriage is so hard. But the reality is, and I trust me, I've been on both sides of the of the equation. Marriage is not nearly, in my opinion, not nearly as hard as dating is. Okay, you, you don't. You, it's not. It's not as uh, dating is not as enjoyable as marriage. You know, it's not as comfortable as marriage. You you know you don't you, when you're dating, and not even dating when you're in a relationship. That is harder than a marriage is because when you're dating someone, you're, you're always trying to figure out, is he the one? Is she the one? If I do this, what is she going to do? If she does this, whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's like you, you're just, everything is a trial and error because you don't know. You haven't been there. You're still figuring it out. You're still laying the foundation of what is going to be throughout the course of your life. So, but when you're married, it's like you, you pretty much already know, you know, you've, you've already been there. You've already, you know, had those fights. You've already had those knockdown, drag out fights. You've already said certain things. She's already said thir- certain things. So you already know how that person is going to react. You already know not to say certain things. You know that person's mood. You know that person's ups, their downs. And so uh, a lot of things, you know, yes, there's going to be problems. Yes, there's going to be bumps in the road. But for me, it's like that dating process. And there's so many, um, there's so many, and it's, when you talk about, when you factor in the Bible, when you factor in, you know, things like fornication and things like um, just other sins that you're not really going to have to worry about as far as, as, far as uh, marriage is concerned, it, it, there's so many variables. And so one of the things that I try to do is, like, like even with men, I'm just thinking just even now, as a man, ladies, you have to understand there are so many things. And I'm not trying to just say from, from, you know, it's all your fault or anything like that, but as a man, I can only speak from one perspective. You have to understand there are so many variables. There are so many things that you can do, can literally take yourself out of, you know, being viewed as a wife. There are a lot of things you can do as a girlfriend that can prevent you from being, becoming a fiancé. You know, a lot of women say, well, you know, you, this is what I expect of you. But a lot of women don't really understand that there are certain things that we expect as men in order to even view you in that manner. You know, one of the things I'm going to do is talk about T.I. and Tiny, you know, and that, that whole thing. In fact, I'll start it off with them, you know. Actually, no, I won't. I won't. I'm, I'm going to say them for a little bit, you know what I mean? But there's so many different things 
that play an integral part, okay, and in how we view you and how we subsequently treat you. You hear a lot of women complaining. You hear a lot of, see a lot of Facebook statuses, oh, he didn't do this or this dude ain't, you know, but the reality is it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing that put him into that mindset? What are you doing? Because I can tell you, ladies, if you're being viewed as a wife, all those games that these guys play with you, all that stuff is not going to happen. He's going to get serious real quick. But if a man is not serious about you, if he doesn't seem like he's serious about you, it's because he's not viewing you as a wife, which, which leads to, you know, the games, which leads to the disappearing acts, which leads to, you know, dealing with other women, and you know what I'm saying? And I'm not to excuse those things, but I'm just explaining it. That's, that's what is a result of him not viewing you as his future wife will be, all right? I was, uh, let's look at some entertainment news. I was, real quick, real quick, before we uh, jump into that, I'm looking at, uh, you know, Empire is on. You know, Empire uh, with Jesse and, and, and uh, Taraji and uh, Lucius Lyon. You know what I mean? Like the whole, that whole thing, man. You know, Terrence Howard, uh, the whole cast. It's, I mean, it's it's really interesting because it's it's so much. Like there's so you know, you look at relationships and you look at how relationships should be, look at how a marriage should be, that couple epitomizes, I mean, literally epitomizes how relationships should not be. I mean, like every, I mean, it's, it's literally evil. And people say, well, what are you talking about? They don't, like, what do you mean? It's just entertainment. And what people have to understand is Empire is a very interesting show. Because it's so, it, it, it it's, it's really even hard to find the words for it, but it's an evil show. It's an evil, evil show on, on so many levels. It's a more evil show than anything I think I've ever seen in my life. I mean, if you, I mean, there's so many different ways that you can look at that show. You can look at it from, um, as, as a, a, a tool to literally show, to break down the black family, to show every level of this possible dysfunction the black family could possibly have, whether it's a deadbeat dad, whether it's infidelity, whether it's, you know, backstabbing, you know, a father, you know, I mean, just trying to kill his, his own, you know, kids and scheming and plotting, you know, just craziness, corruption, you know, on that level, every possible thing, you know, incest. I mean, it even goes that deep, you know, incestuous, you know, relationship, have, you know, his but Lucius's, you know, at that time, fiance having sex with his son, and and they actually make a baby together. And now Lucius wants to raise the. Ba- I mean, this is crazy, evil, evil things, and that that America, that the world loves. And I just want to, you know, as I get into, you know, relationships and you know, dating do's and don'ts. You know, Empire is a an excellent example of what not to do. You know, when you've got to be careful, when you, when you allow certain things into your spirit, when you, when you allow yourself to really love something, you know, it, 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 it's kind of hard to want something different for your own life. You know, and people say, well, no, I can separate this. No, you, you, but, yeah, but how many people who really love empire are happily married? 
How many people who love Empire right now are going to be celebrating the holidays with their love? I mean, really, I mean, not to say there's no one, but really, you know, it's the lot, most of the people who I scroll through my news feed and say, oh, my gosh, Empire's on, Scandal's on, oh, you know, I can't wait to go, t- you know, turn on Love and Hip Hop and basketball. It's like these people are miserable, you know, and, and they wonder why. So I'm just saying that it's a, it's, this is an evil show. I mean, that's just on the relationship. That's just on the on a family level, when you look at you got the political stuff, you know it's you know you got the gay agenda popping off, you got think you know now they're doing this whole hacking thing. I mean that's obviously you know based on a lot of things that are going on right now in this country, you know politically, um, you know just things that are going on socially, and it's just not, it's just an evil show. Not, don't even get me started you know, on the on the, the satanic and demonic imagery that's literally, you know, flooded. I was gonna say sprinkled, but literally flooded all throughout. You know, like I was watching it yesterday. I mean, uh I don't know if y'all saw not yet well, I was watching it yesterday, but uh I don't even know when it, it aired originally I was, it was on my D V R but, you know, uh uh what's the dude's name? Jesse, Jesse Smiley, whatever uh whatever the heck his real name is on the show. But he's wearing a T-shirt, and it's a freaking demon. It's like a you know a face of a demon on it. It's like, and it's just so much. It's like that type of stuff is all over. You know, one time I was watching, you see like Baphomet, you know, hanging up on the wall in the background. It's like, okay, like you know, blatantly demonic things. And and over the years, you know, listen to, uh, in the past, I've done entire shows just kind of analyzing a lot of that imagery and, and symbolism. Um, so, you know, check out those shows if you've missed them. But uh, I just want people to understand what they're watching. You know, again, you know, dating 101, relationships, it all starts with a lot of times what you, you know, what is your definition of entertainment? You know, like one, one of the things me and my wife like to do, we like to watch certain shows. And it's like certain shows, certain things. It's like, okay, this is a movie, we're going to watch a movie, we really enjoy it. But other stuff, I just found, I find myself being drained. That's all. Some I'm like, well, I just can't even do it. So just keep that in mind. Um, Mariah Carey, you know, Mariah Carey, you know, has been in the news lately. I haven't spent a lot of time talking about her. Um, she is, you know, obviously going through a, uh, you know, a breakup with her with her ex fiance, and you know, now she, evidently she is dating someone else. Uh, I mean, that's, and I find that to be amazing, you know, dating someone else. You know, we talk about the concept, or I have been talking about the concept over the years of emotional availability, you know, or lack thereof. And, you know, and I just, every time I can, I try to use real life examples of, of what that term means, you know, emotional unavailability, you know, when you are, when you, when you, and for those of you who are newer listeners, you know, when you are unable to give someone, you know, when you're unable to give someone 100% of your heart, right? I mean, that's really what it is. If you say, hey, look, you know, God, bless me with the man the man that you have for me. But you've still got, you know, 10%, 25% of your heart and your emotions are, are dedicated to someone else. You know, like, you know what I mean? What man once 75% of his woman's heart. I mean, even you, some of you listening at home, ask yourself, 
that guy from your past, whoever he may be, whether it's a, your, your child's father, your ex-boyfriend, whoever, what percentage of your heart does he occupy, whether it's anger? Because it's all types of different emotions, whether you're having sex with him, whether you're pissed off at him, whether you still love him or have a soul tie and you're bound to him. It's not really love, but that's a whole other show. You know what I mean? But what, what percentage of your heart does that person occupy? Now, obviously, and Mar- Mariah Carey, now she's got Nick Cannon lingering around. He's still taking little shots. They're still saying little things about each other, doing little stupid stuff. He's posting pictures, you know. He sees her on the beach. He posts a, 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 you know, a throwback picture of them on the beach. It's like, like stupid stuff. Even that is a great example of emotional unavailability. That will prevent that and does prevent many women from being found by the man that God has for them. You can't even you can't even do stuff like that, you know, and think that a, a true man of God is going to say, "Oh wow, she's still connected to her ex fiance, the billionaire. She's still connected to her ex husband. She's got all this other stuff going on. She's frolicking on the beach with it. Let me go ahead and try to sift through all of that and wipe her up. Come on." And some of you do that. You you still you got your pictures on the Facebook page. You, you you know you're doing little things. You're posting subliminal messages about your about your ex. And it's like you want you want someone to see that stuff. You still want to be viewed in a serious manner. You still want love. You still want to be married. You still want to go over someone's house for Thanksgiving dinner for Christmas dinner. You don't want to be alone on New Year's. But yet. It's abundantly clear someone, whoever that may be, occupies a certain percentage of your heart. So really ask yourself, what, per- what, what person wants only a percentage of you, of your heart? No one. You know, it's rhetorical. So I just, you know, use Mariah Carey as an example of that. Use Halle Berry as a good example of that. You could even use Kim Kardashian as an example of that, which I – who I talked about on my on my last show, you know. I mean, all look at where she, forget what she's going through with Kanye West. Forget that. But remember, my show has been on for ten years. So if you look at the you know the history, Kim Kardashian since she's been in the public eye over let's just say over the last ten years, you've seen the levels and levels and levels of emotional unavailability accumulating. So it's no surprise. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm sorry, not to laugh. You know what I mean? But it's no surprise or should be no surprise to anyone who is even remotely familiar with me why she is dealing with someone who is currently dealing with an emotional breakdown. It's amazing. But then again, a lot of you can relate to it. You're like, whoa, that. I'm not married to Kanye West, but that dude I'm dealing with, yo, that dude is crazy. That dude's a psycho. Well, you know what I mean? Now you see why. That's what, that's why you got to heal first. See, Mariah Carey never took the time to heal. Kim Kardashian never took the time to heal after the marriage to Chris Humphreys. Barry never took the time to heal from any of those guys. She was like back to back to back to back. I think she's dating somebody now. So you know, I got to think about that stuff. You know, what else is going on out here in entertainment news? I've been, I've been, I've been, I want to talk about this so bad. This is like, 
you know, one of the most ridiculous things I think I've ever seen, you know, in entertainment. I posted about it on uh, online. The reality is T.I. and Tiny. Now, I, I'll be honest with you, I like T.I. You know, so I, I may be a little bit biased. Like, when it comes to hip-hop, you know, just as far as strictly, you know, music, lyrically, I, I'm a fan of hip-hop. I like hip-hop. T.I., you know, probably would be one of my favorite rappers, you know, if I had to choose a favorite. I'm not that that matters with anything that I'm, you know, going to say, but I'm just saying I, I like, you know, I, I, as far as hip-hop goes, I think he's a very good lyricist. Um, and I, so I followed him over the years. I followed their marriage um, just, just based on what we were able to see from the, you know, in the public eye. I've followed him over the years, and I've I've even spoken, interestingly enough, I've even spoken kindly over the years, if you guys remember, about Tiny and and how, from what I've seen, she seems to be a very supportive woman. You know, he went to prison a few times. Uh, She appears to be um, a good mother. Um, You know, she appears to you know, have his back uh, career-wise and and otherwise. You know what I mean? So I've said some good things about T.I. Uh, T. and Tiny over the years about, you know, I've, I've even defended them when people have said, well, she's not the most visually, <laughs> you know, pleasing woman, uh, you know, if you will. And I said, you know, people shouldn't be so superficial. You know, if they love each other, that's fine. That's all that matters. It doesn't matter what she looks like, what he looks like. You know, but, you know, one of the things I talk about on this show is is, is how, and that's really what today's show is specifically about, is, is dating do's and don'ts. You know, in fact, one of my favorite shows that I've done was entitled, um, Unf- oh, what is it, Unforgivable. Um, what's okay and what's not in relationships. And definitely listen to that show. Go check that out. Google that show, uh, Unforgivable, Dating or What's Okay and What's Not Okay um, on this show. Google that. Look it up and listen to it. Because a lot of times women do things. They, you know, And I know men do things too. I'm just saying. But again, I'm a man. So I'm just saying a lot of times women do things. Horrible things. And in and, and, in their minds, they're justified because of, in many cases, the actions, the bad, horrible actions of the man. So it's not a tit-for-tat type of thing, but you still have to understand that there are certain things that a woman can do and often will do that is, is totally unforgivable. That's, there's, that's period. There's, there's no comma there. There's no but. It's, that's a period. That's the end of the sentence. There are certain things women can do and will do that are absolutely unforgivable, meaning, meaning there's no coming back from it, meaning the relationship, even though it may not be over, the relationship is over in our minds. Now, a lot of women, they say, well, they don't. You know, why not, why not just walk away? Why not just be done? Well, that's a good question. In many cases, that should be the case. But the reality is, is that often men want their cake and eat it too. They may view you now as strictly being there for financial reasons, you know, being there for 
you know, convenience, being there for sexual purposes. But as far as, you know, committing with their heart, mind, body, and soul, they're somewhere else. And so one of the things I try to do is talk some of those unforgivable things are that often make us, or I don't want to say make us, but lead us to doing certain things that you guys may even find to be unforgivable as women. What am I talking about? Let's talk about T.I., Tiny, and, and Floyd. I, I, I'll read what I said on Facebook about it, and I'll elaborate on it a little bit. I said I usually stay away from gossip, but Tiny is a dirty and foul chick for hanging out and dancing with Floyd Mayweather, who her husband recently got into a physical altercation with, Women should respect their husbands and never allow themselves to be put into situations that could make their man uncomfortable. And, and this is what we got to do. We got to look at it. And I, w- I don't want people to look at this as T.I. and Tiny, but I want you to just look at it as a woman and look at it as from the perspective of a future wife. You know what I mean? Like you don't ever want to do something like this. I don't, and I don't care what is going on. I don't care if you're not speaking like, a lot of times women will do things it's like, oh, okay, we get into a fight. So even Beyonce, it's one of the major issues I have with Beyonce. She makes a lot of her music based on, it's like emotional. One of the reasons why so many women love Beyonce is because she taps into real-life emotional situations. Situations, You know, look at Freakum Dress. You look at, you know, um, I mean, just about all her songs, to the left, to the left, all that crap. You know, it's like, oh, your man ain't acting right. I'm going to go to the club and... He ain't going to be the only one that gets some. And this and, that. and it's just like you're encouraging certain types of behavior. You know, and this is what a lot of women do. They get, they find themselves mad at their man, mad at their husband, mad at their boyfriend, and then they do things because they want to, quote, unquote, hurt us. They want to, quote, unquote, get back at us. Well, ladies, let me just, I've given this advice over the years pretty consistently, you never want to allow a man or your man to make you a hoe, okay? You never want to allow a man to cause you to sacrifice your level of self-respect, you know, self-esteem, dignity, okay? Because that, you know, I I can even say I've hurt a lot of women in my past, ex-girlfriends, you know, different situations that I've been in. I've heard some women. And I don't know, I haven't followed all of them, but I know for a fact that many of those women, quite a few of those women, have gone out and basically, and I hate to say, but they made themselves hoes, themselves in situations where they were, where they allowed themselves to be disrespected because they were mad at me. Now, and these were not, I don't deal with hoes. I don't, and I certainly don't wife up hoes. I'm just saying, I don't want to get too personal. I'm just saying, don't allow yourself to, because you're mad at a man, you know what I'm saying, to let another dude make you his Friday night freak, his jump off, because you're pissed. You can't have sex with a man, ladies, to get back at someone without making yourself a hoe. That makes you a slut. That makes you a hoe. There was a discussion over in the friends group the other day you know, if a woman has sex with a man on the first date, does that mean that she's a slut? You darn right it does. 
Okay, we and we have to. I mean, you know, and that's not to say that um, you you have to stay a slut, but we have to start. The only way we're going to have progress is is by acknowledging certain things for what they are. You know, th- this world is too politically correct. We cannot keep ignoring certain behaviors. Right and and making excuses for certain behaviors that are clearly hoish behaviors, slutty behaviors, whorish behaviors. Just like if a man does certain things, he's a dog. He's trifling. You know what I, I mean? It's like one plus one equals two. Again, I always use this analogy. If you're if you fight crime, okay, then you're a police. You're, you're a police officer. I mean, like if you work for the city of Philadelphia and you have a little badge, you know, then guess what? You're you're a police officer. It is what it is. If you put out fires, you're a firefighter. If you rape little kids, then you're a pedophile. You know what I mean, ladies, if you give a whole bunch of niggas the ass, you know what I mean, you're a hoe. You know, period, point blank in the story. So it's nothing to, you know, guess about. We don't have to try to figure it out. If you give it up on the first night, like if you meet a man on a Saturday, let's keep it real. We're going to keep it real. If you meet a man on a Saturday at a party, he calls you Monday. Y'all text Monday, Tuesday. Oh, hey, what's up? You're sending pictures. He's saying different things. Y'all flirting. Say, well, look, let's get together. Let's go grab some drinks Friday night. Okay, cool. Let's meet up after work. Okay, you go grab some drinks. Okay, let's have a little nightcap back in my crib. 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock back at the crib, you know, y'all watching a movie, you know, he, he's massaging you. Next thing they know, the, you know, the panties are coming down. You end up giving up the draws. He, he hits. And that's the first, that's technically the first date. Well, guess what? You're a slut. That's slutty behavior. Okay. Now, a lot of people, because, because that's how a lot of this stuff works out <laughs> nowadays, a lot of women may take offense to that. But, I mean, it is what it is. If you don't want to be classified as that, then stop giving up the ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Keep your panties up. Stop letting these dudes hit. Then you don't have to worry about what that means you are. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Look, I mean, we can debate about whether or not the woman is actually that. We can debate that. But what's more important is how does that man view you? How is that going to cause him to view his future with you? Now, a lot of people may say, well, what does that have to do with T.I. and Tiny? Well, here we, and this is, this it has everything to do with it because it's all about how, how a man treats you is, how, is, is going to be determined by how he views you. Now, back to them. They've had, for whatever reason, I don't know exactly how this started. But T.I. and Floyd, Floyd Mayweather, got into this this feud, and they, you know, they ran into each other. T.I. actually swung on Floyd. I don't know if he hit him, but he swung him. They had a physical altercation over Tiny. Now, evidently, Tiny and Floyd had this quote-unquote friendship. Now, Floyd, now Floyd has actually said, now, he's since retracted this thing, but I actually heard the audio. He actually said that he had sex with Tiny. Now, let me just pause right there for a second. Ladies, what y'all have to understand, a lot of women think that's cute. Now, Tiny obviously struggles with low self-esteem. She got the permanent fake blue eyes, which is absolutely ridiculous. 
she's like a, I mean, she, no disrespect, but she's not an attractive woman. Okay, she's not at all attractive, and I think she, you know, clearly she's very insecure about all of the different women that Ti has been linked to. Probably has been cheating on her. You know, most likely. I'm not here to you know make excuses for Ti. I'm pretty sure he's smashed off other other chicks. So I'm pretty sure that is taking a toll on her. Pretty sure she's fed up. But what you guys have to understand is a lot of women think it's cute to make a man jealous. They think it's cute to give the illusion that other dudes want you. And that is not okay. Okay? That is not okay to do. That will make a man go out and find the first pretty face, the first big butt, and, 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 and tap it a couple good times from the back. Okay? We don't like feeling uncomfortable. You cannot, like, if a, that's the problem. A lot of women think, of, okay, if I make him jealous, because they don't really want these other dudes. They just want their own man to act right. All right? I mean, that's really what you don't want. You don't want to leave him. You just want him to not treat you the way he, he, he's treating you. And, and you think that in order to, to have that, you've got to maybe make him, you know, a little jealous, make him think or remind him, that you're, that you're sought after by other men. And, ladies, that's just going to push them away. It is doing, it has been doing, with a, a, a number of different situations, but specifically this Floyd Mayweather. And I think, obviously, T.I. is fed up. But you, and you don't, I mean, it's, it's, it's stupid, it's foolish, it's immature for women to do that at all. But you never, ever do that with a man that your 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 man, your husband, your boyfriend clearly has beef with. See, the thing about it is, ladies, we know in most cases we know you're not going anywhere. We know that. Ti knows that Tiny isn't going anywhere unless he lets her go somewhere. He knows that. But we don't. So that's not the problem. That's not the concern. Concern is we don't even want a man, another man, to even think that there's a possibility of you being with him. You guys understand? And that's up to you to determine. That's up to you to, to do your job to make sure that we feel comfortable in that. You understand that, ladies? You have to make us feel secure enough that, so that every other man out there knows he has no chance with you. That's not what T.I. is... You know, so really, Ti isn't necessarily mad at Tiny, per se. He's mad that Floyd thinks, in his mind, he could have Tiny if he wanted her. That's worse than anything that Tiny has done. Although Tiny is the reason for Floyd thinking that way, it's up to Tiny to let Floyd you know. Like, look, like even when she was uh at the at the award show, I don't know if y'all saw that. She was at the award show, and Floyd came over. It was like right after that altercation happened. I guess she was, you know, she knew knew better back then. But Floyd came over to give her a hug, and they had a friendship. They had a friendship prior to that. She didn't even give him a hug. She kind of ignored him, just off the strength of what T.I. had told her and how he felt about it. That was what was respectful to do. I, I've told this story before on the show, but I had an ex-girlfriend. And um, it was interesting, man. We, I mean, she was like my ex-girlfriend, like, together for a year, obviously knew her very well had an intimate relationship, 
with this person, but we were out at a festival, me and my homies, and uh, ran into her. You know, and uh, she she I went ironically I went to give her a hug. And I was like, oh hey, what's up? I didn't even know that she was with someone else at the time. You know what I'm saying? But she kind of she did the matrix on me. You know what I'm saying? She just transformed on me. I was like, whoa, like totally avoided me, and you know, and, and avoid hugging me just out of respect for her her boyfriend at the time or whoever he was at the time, which I respected. You know, and and so, but that's 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 the type of person that she was. You know what I'm saying? Even when I was with her, there was never any question of impropriety, and that's what we're looking for in a woman. So I had no beef where oh she played me, she didn't get okay, cool. That's that's what you're supposed to do. Even my wife Carly, I never have to worry about oh this guy, that guy, and this and that. You know, what I mean, it's never a question. Obviously, Ti has some. Questions and for I don't know if this is again I don't get into the gossip but I heard that he he has filed for divorce I don't you know what I'm saying I don't know if that's true or not I guess we'll see but I I would see and this is what people have to realize if there's even a question ladies I'll put it like this I've, I've said this over the years ladies you can never trust a man who doesn't trust you okay. And if you give a man reason to not trust you, you should expect him to be going out having sex with other women. If you're out here playing these games and giving him reason to think that he has something to worry about, then you you might as well just cut your losses because you're still probably giving up the ass to him on the regular end. But what you don't understand is you've now exposed him to to other women you know, that he's sleeping with. And so, you know, to say, well, that's no reason to do that. It doesn't have to be a reason. That's what's going to happen. You know what I mean? So it's up to you to try to figure out how to avoid that from happening to you. Again, this, you know, this is data on Tolbert. This ain't these other crazy shows out here. Oh, they don't want to offend anybody. No, I'm here to keep it real with the ladies. Okay, that's what I've been doing. That's why you guys are still listening after 10 years because I don't sugarcoat. I keep it real. Okay, that's how this goes. Now, so I mean, so uh, well, hopefully, I mean, I, you know, we wish them the best, but I was just, I could not believe that. Oh, but uh, actually, I didn't even really tell you what happened. If you, in case you haven't been following the story, the whole thing, this whole recent blow-up was over the fact that she went to a holiday party, at, you know, for Mariah Carey, some type of party, get-together with Mariah Carey, her house, Floyd Mayweather was there. And I, I, I couldn't believe this. And I'm saying, while you're at a party wh- where where Floyd is, is beyond me. That's where you just say, oh, hey, I got to go. You know what I mean? You just leave. That's, I mean, well, that's kind of petty. Look, you do what you have to do because you know it could be a problem. You know what I mean? You have to avoid any type of impropriety, any appearance of impropriety. Okay? So they take a picture. There's a picture taken, Mariah Carey, Floyd Mayweather, Tiny, whatever. Everybody's saying, why did you have to take the picture? She said, well, I didn't want to be rude. Mariah says, come take this picture. I didn't want to be rude. I didn't want to cause a scene. So I just took the picture. I kept it moving. Now, 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 okay, that's BS, okay, to begin with. But let's just say that's where it ended. Okay, fine, whatever. But later on, you fast forward, later in the night, 
you see, I can't believe this. You see Tiny dancing and grinding on Floyd Mayweather. I said, yeah, I said, what? I couldn't believe that. I mean, this lady, I mean, really picture that. And the fellas already know. I've been talking to my, some of my guy friends about this. They said they would have they been gone. You see a video of your girl getting grinded on by a guy you were just fighting and have an ongoing feud with? I, I mean, you know, the phone lines are open. If you guys, I know since I've been doing it during the daytime, a lot of people are listening through iTunes and the archives and stuff like that. But, I mean, if anybody thinks that that's okay, give me a call. Let me know. Inbox me. You know, we could talk about over in the Friends of the Data on Tulpa Show group. You know, but if anyone thinks that that's okay, to be dancing with someone in that type of situation that your man has an ongoing feud with, I, I got to hear from you because that's crazy. That is absolutely not okay at all. All right? And so if – and I, I mean, honestly, that, that's – I have no problem with anything that Floyd Mayweather did – or excuse me, that T.I. chose to do as a result of what he saw from the video and, you know, from that overall situation. So I could talk about that all day, but there's a lot of other things I want to talk about. But that was crazy. Another thing that, you know, going on in entertainment, I was uh, listening to an interview with Evelyn Lozada, who I spent a little bit of time talking about a few years ago. I did a special on uh, on Basketball Wives. I did a special on Basketball Wives at L.A. You know, check out those shows if you've missed them in the archives. Um, and you know, she has a lot of issues. She has a lot of uh, a lot of daddy issues, which I've talked about over the years. Uh, a lot of anger. That's where you know a lot of that fighting comes from. Well, she's actually going back to uh, basketball-wise for a little bit. She had a show on OWN, I believe. I don't know if that show was canceled. I don't know if she's still doing that. But I heard her confirm that she's actually going back to basketball-wise, and she said that. She's going to. She wanted to change, um, you know, the the direction that the show was going in. She, you know, just, you know, I wish you the best, you know. But <laughs> a lot of guys, a lot of women know her from her time on Basketball Wives. A lot of the guys know her from her nude, her nude uh, pictures that have been leaked. And the fellas know that's she. That's like a a barbershop classic, if you will, um, you know. But, you know, and ladies, you don't want to put yourself out there like that. Done shows on sexting, you know, even going back to me and Gerald Howard, we spent a lot of time talking about um, just, you know, the the, the pic- naked pictures, cell phone porn, um, you know, sending, you know, men the, the, the head shots, uh, you know, or I should say the body shots with the head missing. You know, ass out, boobs out, you know, like that type of stuff. Is Come on, ladies, you're too grown for that stuff. You know, I was watching Empire and, you know, Cookie sent, uh, what, Tay Diggs, you know, the, 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 you know, the nude self. I mean, come on, guys. Nobody wants to see 35, 40-year-old women, you know, sending, sending, you know, naked pictures. They're too old for that stuff. Okay, you gotta you gotta respect yourselves. You gotta be setting yourselves up to be placed in a certain wife category, and that's not that's not the way, ladies. You don't get a, a husband at forty 
at 35 and 40 by doing things that these 17 and 18 year olds are doing. It, it makes no sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. Now, interestingly enough, speaking of um, of basketball wives, LA. And this is crazy. This is I, I may even watch this. I don't even watch that show. I watched maybe a few seasons with it back in the day, but I may even watch it. They said Dwayne Wade's uh, child's, his, you know, he had the break baby. You know, him and, and <laughs> that's a whole other topic in and of itself. But uh, he, he and Gabrielle Union are married, but they broke up, and he got another woman pregnant. And from what I understand, the woman who he got pregnant is going to be on Basketball Wives LA. That I may have to watch that. You know, maybe I may, what do we want? I may have to see what she's talking about. That may be interesting. So, but that's a whole another time. I may post that over in the friends group. You know, ladies, would you stay with a man? You know, who who had a baby on? You know, we talk about cheating. You know, would you stay if he cheated? Would you stay if he had a baby? Funny thing is, a lot of women actually would. And that's that's the craziest thing about it. But, you know, it is what it is. What else is going on? Now, for the last part of the show, I want to spend some time talking about some of these questions and topics that have been circulating over in the Friends of the Data, uh, the Data on Hubbard Show group that specifically relate to dating 101, or I should say relationships 101, dating do's and don'ts. There's a lot of things, even in whether it's marriages, whether it's in dating, whether it's in actual relationships, that are not okay and, and, and will cause specific, you know, confusion and just problems in your relationship that you absolutely don't want to do. And I want to talk about some of those things uh, today for a little bit. In fact, I'll be honest with you, there's so much. I was looking at my, my show outline. And there's so much that I want to talk about. So what I'm going to do is, and I've, I've only done this a handful of times on this show, and you guys know this, but this is going to be one of those times. This is part one. So I'm, I broke it up into two segments, and there's a whole part. I'm looking at that, the part for part two, the section of part two, and there's still a whole, whole bunch on this same topic. Because I'm not doing these three-hour shows, you know what I mean? I, I, so now it's probably like an hour and a half, two hours. So I'm going to break it up into two two parts. So my next live show will be a continuation of Relationships 101, Dating Do's and Don'ts. But for the first, I have a couple of situations and scenarios that I want to spend some time talking about. The first one is, actually, I'll tell you, the first one was going, there was a few questions posted in the group. Is it okay to go through each other's phones for your should your mate have passwords to social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram passwords, access to your inbox, uh, di- uh, direct messages. Um, that was one of the questions. Another one was, you, you know, do do couples should couples receive permission to go out? You know what I mean? Like with their homies, with their, do you need permission? Or can you just inform the person, hey, I'm going out tonight. Me and so-and-so are going out. Is that okay? Is that not okay? Another thing was, and the, the third thing for part one, and I'll, and I'll break it off there because that, you know, I got a lot to say about each of these. But the third one was, can friends with benefits, you know, if you are in a casual sexual situation 
should you be allowed to get mad if the person that you're sleeping with has sex with someone else? Do you have that right? And in fact, I'll talk about that today, but if you want to hear one of the realest shows, not just one of my realest shows, but the realest shows in the history of talk radio, period. Go back several years to my special on the rules of friends with benefits. <laughs> now, that was, you know, that was back, 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 back in the day. That was like the old days. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I, li- I actually took some time out recently and listened to that show, and I almost didn't recognize it. I said, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> you kept it real. Like, if you're a newer listener, you might not even recognize me. But check it out if you want to. But yeah, there, because there's a lot, there's a lot of rules, you know. And that's kind of what I was talking about in the beginning of the show. When you're not living for Christ, when you're just doing things, living in the world, th- there's so many different things that have the potential to be monumental. You know what I mean? Like catastrophic. If you're not married, if you're not living for God. You know, whether it's sexual, whether it's just dating stuff, you know, he says, she said. I mean, you guys, but you guys know that. You know all the drama that sing, the single life can potentially bring. So I want to talk about those things. So let's start off with the uh, with the whole passwords thing. And I, and I, I see um, my friend Tariq on the line, man. I see him. I got some things I want to say uh, in regards to that um, that situation. There was a whole big thing on, on Facebook, and this is one of those topics that I think couples often clash over, okay? Because here's the thing. I'm going to tell you all like this. I'm, and I'll tell you how we do it, my wife and I. I don't think this is, just, this is, this is so, there's so many levels to this, okay? But couples, the question was, is it okay for couples to go through each other's phones? So I want to break this down piece by piece. First of all, no, that is not okay. Okay, that's not okay on so many levels. It's not okay for couples to go through each other's phone. I have my phone. I actually have two phones: a work phone, and I have a personal phone. It's not okay, nor is it needed, for my wife to go through my phone. Now, if she, if I say, "Hey, look, can you go through? I need a, I need a phone number. Can you go?" go grab my phone, go scroll through, just read me out this number or whatever, or can you go through my email? I need the, I need you, uh, you know, I'm not at my phone. I can't even think of a scenario that makes sense where my wife would need to be in my phone. That's how crazy it is. There's no possible scenario, really, where your mate should need to be in your phone. And if you find yourself having, oh, come on, we're going to keep it honest today. If you find yourself having to go through your mate's phone, that, guess what? That means you don't trust your mate, right? And that means your mate doesn't trust you. Period. There's no reason to. There's no I don't care if that's going through text messages. I don't care if that's Facebook instant messenger. I don't care if that's going through your pictures, you know, picture mail. You do not trust your mate. Okay? If if you know, your mate gets up and goes downstairs, or he goes into the bathroom and you say, oh, ding, 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 now's my chance to go through his phone, guess what? You don't need to be in that relationship. You don't need to be in that marriage because that marriage, that relationship is based off of 
a lack of trust. That there, there's a foundation of insecurity there. Period. Okay, and if anyone six four six two zero 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 three six six, you know, give me a call if you feel like there is some type of, you know, plausible, you know, scenario where you sh- where where you would need to have access to your mate's phone. You know, I don't see it. Okay, there's no reason to. And what we often see is. The reality is, in many cases, we go back to the whole T.I. And, and Tiny and Floyd type of situation. You have a man, you have a woman who is not doing right, right? They're out there cheating, they're out there creeping, and you know that, right? You, you know that they're cheating. So because you know that, you, you, you're too afraid to leave, right? In many cases, the person is too insecure to leave. So they see that stuff, they ignore the actual issue, but they want in their own, they play these mental games with themselves. They say, oh, man, you know, I'm, I know I'm not going anywhere, but at the same time, I want to know, confront them. It's about, it becomes about the confrontation. Oh, I can't wait to go through his phone. I'm a, I'll finally catch him. It's like Mari. You ever watch Mari? And it's, it's, a, it's the most stupidest thing I've ever seen. Mari would be like, all right, so we've got so-and-so here. And here he is, you know, with with the wife, and she comes out, yeah, Mari, I know he's cheating. I came home, or he came home, and I smelled his balls. I smelled his balls. I smelled his underwear. He had he had lipstick on his collar, and here's the here's the, his drawers right here with the cum stains right on it, Mari. Ooh, and the crowd goes crazy. Now, see, I know he's cheating. And I said, okay, well, what we're going to do is we're going to give him a lie detector test, and we're going to find out for sure if he's cheating. And, and, and never. It's amazing. Never in however 20 years, however long he's been on the air, never has he actually said, well, hold on, Tawanda, Mashika, whoever, you know what I'm saying? Just out of curiosity, if you got his balls that smell like ass and you, and you see here's the, the, the drawers that have the cum stains on it and the lipstick stains on it, why are you staying? Why are you even here? Why, if you see that stuff, why not just be out? You never hear anyone actually ask those questions. You see what I'm saying? And that's where the insecurity comes in. And that's what we got. That's what I do with the counseling. That's what I try to do with the show is encourage the self-reflection. Don't, I don't just want to talk about stuff. I want to ask the question, the hard question of, well, why are you still there? You know, and not only are why are you still there, but why are you going to continue sleeping with this person knowing that they're sleeping with other people? So, no, it's not okay, and nor is it necessary to actually go through the phone. Now, see, on the thread, there were some people who were saying, well, I feel like it's okay, or the, what do you say, the one guy said the means justify the end, especially if you find out that they're cheating. And I said, well, if you think, that the, if you think the person is cheating, and I think Tamika even said that. She said, well, would you leave your wife if you actually thought that she was cheating? I said, well, of course. What fool, what idiot? would stay in a relationship with someone if they actually think person is cheating. That's stupid. That is real, that's stupid to do. And that's why you have to have things like the Holy Spirit. You've got to have things like discernment. Because, again, it's not, okay, I just think or I just suspect or I really don't know. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I just, I, it's just like a little thing. 
But I'm saying if you know, you know what I mean? Like if you know for a fact, you don't have proof, but you know and you have reasons why you know that. You know, and we all know what that's like. We all know what it is. So we know the difference. We don't, we don't have to play games with that. If you know that someone is cheating on you, there's no reason to stay. You don't need. See, what people have to realize, in most cases, you will never, ever have proof. A lot of people watch too many movies. A lot of people watch too much Tyler Perry. It's like, oh, okay, well, I found out. You know, I had one woman tell me, she said, well, yeah, I just... I went through his phone. I didn't know the password, but God just magically told me what the password was, and I was able to type in the proper password, and I was able to get access to his phone. I'm like, what? You know what I'm saying? Unless God mysteriously blesses you in that way to bless you with his password, you know what I mean? Most likely, you're never going. You're not going to walk in, you know, and catch him, catch her ass up in the air. He's knocking it off. You're not going to catch that. You're not going to find that out. You're just all, in many cases, all you're going to have is your suspicions. But that's where prayer comes in. And you know when it's right. You know when it's not right. So there's no reason to stay. There's no reason to go through phone. Now, another situation, an extension of this, this discussion was about passcodes. And I got to be honest, that's the same thing to me. There is no reason for a wife to have her husband's passcode for Facebook, for Twitter, for Instagram. My wife doesn't have any of my passwords unless I give it to her. She has my network, uh, excuse me, Netflix password. Say, oh, yeah, what's your Netflix password? We want to log in. I want to log, log the kids on. They want to watch the show. Okay, here's my password. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, she has that. But that's, there's nothing personal there. If it's my Facebook, if it's my, M, well, my email, there's no reason. I don't have her passwords. She doesn't have my password. It doesn't, I don't need it. Because if I have it, then I'm going to use it. But because I don't need to use it, what's the point in having it? And vice versa. That's stupid to me. Okay? No, you don't, for, for a while, you don't need each other's passcodes for, for, for social media. You know what I mean? For what? So I can go through and see what you're, what you're saying to other people? No, guess what? What I'm saying to other people is between me and that other person. There's no reason for my wife to see. Just like I don't need to see what she's talking about with her best friend, her girlfriend, you know, whoever. I don't need to see that. See how that goes? It's unnecessary. Now, Tariq and I were talking on the thread. If you guys look on the thread, I believe it's still up there. But the discussion moves to towards passcodes on the actual phone, not just social media, but on the actual phone. And I told Tariq, I said, I said, there's no reason to have a passcode on your phone. I don't have a passcode on my phone, either of my, I got a work phone, I got a regular phone. I don't have passcodes. My wife doesn't have passcodes. I said, there's no reason for a married person to have a passcode on their phone, period. I said, and if, and if someone does that, the only reason to be, is because you don't want your wife, you don't want your husband, whoever the case is, you don't want that person in your phone. I mean, it's, listen, it's not rocket science, guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're all grown here. No one's stupid. If you have a passcode on your phone, it's because you don't want someone in your phone. Listen, I've had, watch this, I've had the same phone for, I've had the same phone number for 15 years. People who know me from college 
you know, I mean, can still call me on my phone. I still, I've never, I'm not, I never had a, a stalker. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to keep changing my number. I've never had to change my number. And I upgrade my phones. I don't lose phones. Not to say phones don't get lost, but me personally, and I really want to encourage everyone. Let's just keep it real. These phones cost a lot of money. Most people treat their phones like, you know what I mean? They're like the holy grail. How many, ask you, how many of you guys out there have ever lost your phones? I've never lost a phone before. Ever. And, you know, as long as cell phones have been in existence, I've never lost a phone. I've broken phones. I've cracked phones. I've upgraded phones. I have never, ever lost a phone. And even if I did lose a phone, I've never lost a phone. But even if I did, I'm pretty sure I was it's a hypothetical situation, but I'm pretty sure if someone, you know, finds a phone, I found phones before. I didn't go through the pictures. I didn't go through and start making a whole bunch of long-distance international calls. I didn't, you know what I mean, go through the pictures and see who, what was in there so I could blackmail the person. Like, come on. This is not scandal. This is not the tabloids. No, this isn't. These are these pictures aren't worth, you know, a million dollars to the, uh, the 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 paparazzi. We gotta stop the foolishness, okay? The only reason that people have passcodes to social media is when they don't trust their mate. The only reason for passcodes on the phones is when you don't trust your spouse to not go through your phone. Now I know Tariq was saying uh, a few other people on the thread were saying that you know well I you know that's just for if I lose my phone you know I I don't I personally don't buy that I don't believe that I told Tariq I think that's BS and I think those are issue internal issues that need to be worked out. Now I invited Tariq to call into the show. That's my man. I told him hey we could talk about it we can debate about it whatever but I think that's BS. Tariq is here with me. What's going on, Tariq? What's your thoughts, man? Hey, what's going on, brother? Brother Daydine, what's up with you, man? What's good, man? I'm just talking about these passwords, man. I mean, you know, you said you how you feel about you on the thread. First, let me ask you, why were you deleting comments on the thread? Like, why? what was that all about? Uh, So, I mean, I deleted the comments because after I wrote them, I reflected, and it probably wasn't the best way to handle uh, a debate that me, you and I had on the, uh, on social media. So I felt as though I should talk to you the way we normally talk to each other. Well, we don't have to do that on social media. That's not the way I would like to handle that situation. But it's just a public, it wasn't even about you, though. The, the threat wasn't about you, per se. It was just a general question of of, of people, you know, how they handle their own relationships. Like, I felt yeah, like you made it personal. I think that it did take a personal turn, and it's because some personal, my name came up. So that's what kind of turned me in that direction. Okay. So let me let me just ask you, I mean, we don't even have to be, you know, because I agree with you. I don't think that I try to keep this stuff not personal. That's why I was telling you, like, with me, I don't, I, keep, I don't talk about my wife or my relationship, my marriage, unless it's something specific I want people to know that I feel I can help other people. But the, the intricate dynamics of our relationship, that's all private. So I think everyone should keep it that way. That's why I was a little shocked that it even took that turn. I, I keep all that stuff personal. But from a general standpoint, why do you feel like passwords should be shared with with your, your mate? Well, I don't necessarily believe. 
believe that passwords need to be shared with your mate. But my whole thing for, and my specific reason for having a password on my phone was because I didn't want to lose it. And somebody blackmailed me to sell it back to me. I've had that happen to me before. I've had people still uh, find my phone and then take it. And then they now they're using my phone, you know, so I know it happened. So, but at the same time, I gave my wife my password to my phone so that she won't have to, she won't have to speculate. She won't have the perception that I am doing something. Like I got you. So, you. so you keep the password on there in case it's stolen, but you let her have the password so that she, you know, feels comfortable. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. No, I mean, that's the thing. I, hey, man, you never see me. One thing you never see with me is is telling somebody else or another couple how to maintain happiness in their home. And that's what y'all that's what y'all choose to do. You know, that's what y'all choose. To, you know, I mean, I don't have a problem with that, but for me, I don't I wouldn't go that route, but like I said, that's you. And and I would encourage everyone, you know, to 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 call in, to write in, to participate because at the end of the day, guys, this is how this is what we all need. We need conversation. We need discussion. The, you know, even this show is specifically here so that we can break down some of these barriers between men and women. Most people, in many people, in many cases, relationships don't even get to marriage because they can't even get past stuff like this. And we can talk about it in a in a respectful, you know, manner. Oh man, you know, the sky's the limit. Now, Tariq, why I got you here? Um, I was looking at this, this other question. This other question was on, on permission to go out. You know, should couples ask permission to be able to go out with their homies, their girlfriends? How do you feel about that? Um, you know, I, I don't think that they need the actual permission per se, but I do think that they need to discuss with their spouse, with their mate, with their partner, that they are going, that they are going out. That's how I feel. Okay. So just, you know? Okay. I'm. A, um. I know Tariq, guys. I know he's. Uh. He's. Uh. Working today. So and I want to try to be respectful of his time. I'm. I'm. A, um. Put you on on hold, Tariq, while I talk about this for a little. But I appreciate you for calling in and uh and clarifying that. You know, and, and you know, just giving your opinion on that stuff. I, I feel like he feels. You know, you should, for on that topic. You shouldn't have to ask permission, and it, it really. Amazed and surprised me. Well, I shouldn't say surprised, but amazed me that some people actually feel like they you, that you need permission. And some people are actually saying yes. And I said, "Wow, permission." I said, "You need permission." Like for example, I, I put on my calendar. Like my wife will tell me, and this is a good example. Like I'll I'll ask my uh, my wife. I'll say, you know, what, what's going on this weekend. Or what do you have going on next weekend? You know, if I, you know, I was thinking about going out, going to the gun range, or you know, I want to go to the the Sixers game. So what's what you got going on? Basically saying, is it okay for you to watch the kids? You know what I'm saying? And that way, it's no conflict. Or maybe she has an event on that same day to make sure it's no. Conflict. See, when you're married, you, you know, you gotta have, you gotta utilize that calendar on your phone. You gotta really block stuff in. I got a whole bunch of things coming up on my on my calendar, you know, that we have go, coming up just so I know. Like she may go out to, go out to a happy hour with her coworkers or something. So hey, she'll tell me, oh, on the nineteenth, 
I have happy hour with, you know, so-and-so. I'll block that off. So, okay, so I know not to schedule anything on that day. I know I'll be home with the kids. You know, whereas the same thing with her. Oh, on on this day, I'm going out so-and-so. Guess what? There's nothing wrong with that. That's not permission. Okay, guys, that's not permission. That's called healthy communication. A lot of couples, I do relationship counseling, I do marriage counseling, and one of the biggest issues, that most of these people have no problems. The, the problem is not, these, most of these little problems that they actually come in for are not problems per se, but they are a result of a lack of communication about those issues. And, and a lot of these things can be fixed just by talking. Couples nowadays, don't, they don't talk. All you have to do is talk. Oh, hey, I'm going out to happy hour. Cool. All right, that's what's up, you know, but as far as permission goes, now, see, this is where, this is a whole other issue, because the way we're talking, Therese's talking about it, I'm talking, see, the thing about it, we're in happy relationships, okay, you see, you see how it goes, when you're in a happy relationship, then you view it from that perspective, it's, it's about communication, it's not about permission, but when you're not, when you're T.I. and tiny and doing all types of other stuff, and you fighting with your baby daddy and all this other stuff, then yeah, no, I, you've got to have permission. I don't want you going out. Why? Because the last time that he went out or she went out, you, you end up falling into some, you know what I mean, some, some some sex, you know, and so that didn't work out too well. So that level of trust isn't there. Only reason anyone would need permission is when their mate doesn't trust them to go out. And so that's what that's about, and, and which is a whole, a much bigger problem than the person actually going out. Going out isn't the issue. It's what are you doing when you go out? That's why, again, going back to the gentleman's club, the strip club, that whole thing, it's, it's not about what you see. Listen, ladies, you can see, men are going to see women anywhere. If a man wants to put himself in, a, in the vicinity of a whole bunch of beautiful women, he can go to a strip club, he can go to a, a lounge, he can go to an to a, uh, open mic night, he can go to Target on, on, you know what I'm saying? on, on Friday night. <laughs> You know what I mean? And the people know. Walmart, you know, the Walmart in the hood. It's beautiful women everywhere. You don't have to go to someplace to see naked women. It's all about just what that person's intentions are. If I'm going to go to the gym, we here in the Philadelphia area, I don't know where you guys are listening in from in the world, but here in Philadelphia, we have a, a, a gym, a LA Fitness. It's called Commonly Known as Club L.A. Fitness, because when you go in there, all you see is half-naked women. You know, you got men walking around with no shirts on. You got women, sports bras, you know what I mean? That's all you see. And it's literally a, and I've, you know, even back in the day, I've gotten my fair share of numbers just from, you know, being go, going there specifically, you know, to work out, yeah. But really, you know what I mean, to get some, you know, get some numbers, interact with some. Some women. I mean, that's just that's just what men do, and that's what women do. So you have to trust your mate that they're not going out for those purposes. All right. Now on this last one, you know, now this last one, this whole friends with benefits. First of all, friends with benefits is, is something that should not even be going on. I mean, because you know we're all Christians here, right? We're, we're all believers. We all hopefully try to live life, you know, in accordance with the word, in accordance with God's will. So if you really look at 
you know, look at it from a spiritual standpoint. No one should be fornicating. No one should be in a friends with benefits situation, period, if if that's what your goal is, is to be, you know, on one accord with God. But if you look at it just from a relationship standpoint, from a worldly standpoint, the friends with benefits is is something, ironically, that no man wants. Now just follow me. I don't want to whoa, whoa, what are you talking about? That's not true. But just hear me out. Remember, men are seeking a wife. All men want a wife. Anyone, any man who tells you they don't want a wife is lying to you, most likely because they don't view you as that future wife. Okay, all men want wives. I've never, ever met a man that does not want a wife. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm in a fraternity. I know a lot of guys, a lot of male friends. Okay. I don't know. I've never met a man who genuinely and honestly told me, you know what, I want to be single forever. I just want to keep smashing these chicks. I don't, I don't want to be. Never in my life. And I know thousands and thousands of men. I went to the, uh, I went to the Sprint store. I recently got a new phone, and they transferred over my contacts. The lady was like, you got, tw- you got how many contacts do you have? So you got like twenty five hundred contacts. I'm like, oh, sorry, I know a lot of people. She was, yeah, she, I was like, I know a lot of guys, and a lot of those are guys. You know what I'm saying? A lot of them aren't guys. You know what I mean? A good portion of those are guys. You know what I mean? And nobody wants to be single. Nobody wants to be single. Okay, everyone wants love. And so my point with all that is, if you understand that, if you understand that these men are seeking a wife. And for whatever reason, you find yourself in a situation with a man where it's only sexual. He's not pursuing a relationship, an actual monogamous relationship. He's not talking about moving forward with his future, with your future together. You know, you know, I mean, you find yourself having to drop hints. You know what I mean? And, and you know, the the dates aren't really dates, but they are in fact just rendezvous, sexual rendezvous at, at your crib, at his crib, quick boom, 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 show for a minute, like, all right, well, I got to get ready to go. My mom needs me to help her move this couch. Guess what, lady? He doesn't need, his mom doesn't need a couch moved. It's just that he has other women to see, other prospects, you know what I mean? And so, because I, I, I've given all those excuses before. I know what that's like. In fact, Back in the day, my house was my my, my uh, apartment was like a, the man cave, or excuse me, the bat cave. I would specifically do what I did at their crib. They probably thought, "Oh, what you live with your mom or something? You don't have a house?" Oh no, no, no. I had my own place. It's just that women don't know how to leave. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know how it goes, ladies. Because the reality is, no one wants to be a friend with benefits. A lot of women get comfortable. They don't want to leave. They, you, they give their body. It's like, whoa, which, you know, where, where do you think you go? Well, I'm not going. You can get real comfortable. Oh, man. Thinking they're going to roll over, get their shoes on and stuff like that. They they laid up in the bed and they like, whoa, what's going on here? You know, tell myself, so, does your alarm clock work? My la- alarm clock? What you mean alarm clock for? You, you, and I'm telling you from personal experience, these situations happen. So my point is, no one, whether it's a female, whether it's a man, no one wants to be a friend with benefits. So, but if you find yourself in that situation, 
that's why. It's because you're not being viewed in that manner. Now, a lot of women will say, because they're, they're, what, when they hear things like that, they, you know, are insecure, and they say, well, well, I didn't want anything with him anyway. See, if, you, if that's where your mind automatically goes, then you've already lost. Because if you are the type of woman, I call that the Beyonce syndrome. In fact, I don't think I forgot. I'm still going to be doing that independent woman uh, syndrome show coming up. But if you're the type of woman that has the mindset, I'm just going to use him for sex, I don't want a relationship with him, but I want some sex. Well, chances are you may not see yourself like that, but, girl, you a hoe. You know what I'm saying? You a hoe because if you think that way about him, chances are you've thought that way about other people. And so you can't have that type of mentality and expect to be viewed as a wife. That's never going to happen. So don't worry about, oh, I want him for sex or I'm just going to use him and, and, and I'm gonna, he's going to be my jump off. And, no, come on, stop it. Stop this. You hear? Even if you look at the thread online, when we were talking about the the slut comment, the one woman was like, "Well, you know, well, if she's a slut, what does that make him? Cares what it makes him. It's not about what it makes him. And and we got to get out of that. We got to get out of the out of this whole women can do what men can do, because the reality is you can't. You can do whatever you want, but there's no woman that can do the things that men can do sexually and be viewed in the same manner. It wasn't that way in biblical times. It it's, certainly wasn't that way when our grandparents and parents were coming up, and it's still not that way today. As much as many women try to make it that way, as much as society tries to make it that way, you can't do the same things that we can do, ladies, and be viewed in the same manner. It's going to be a difference. And so the reality is friends with benefits, of course they're going to get mad. I mean, it's like, come on, a lot of women will get mad. They say, well, why can't you be honest? I'm not your girl. You're not my man. We're just doing what we do. I, you know, if you if you smashing something else off, just just tell me. Why can't men just be honest? And ladies, you got to be smart. And I'm talking to the ladies right now. You got to be smart. If if I'm having sex with a woman regularly and consistently, and I you know and I want to continue sleeping with that woman, and I tell that woman, I say, well, we we're gonna have sex Friday, you know what I mean? Come on over, we're gonna get it in Friday. You say, cool, we have sex Friday. So then you know she hits me up tomorrow Saturday. Oh, what you getting into tonight? Maybe we can link up again. I said, well, yeah, last night was cool, but. I kind of want some new sex. But, you know, we've done this a few weekends in a row, so I think I want to switch it up a little bit. I kind of want to take try my hand at the club, maybe see if I can hook up with a one-night stand. I may, you know, take out this other young woman who I've been feeling and uh, try to smash her. That woman is not that man's girlfriend, okay? But trust and believe, she's going to be pissed off. Yeah, she's going to be very pissed off. So to answer that question, can friends with benefits get mad? Are they allowed to get mad? Absolutely, because they're giving their body even though they really want more, whether it's from that person or someone else. But no one wants to feel like they're just being used for sex. No one wants that feeling. 
And so that's where that frustration comes from. So the answer to the question of why can't you just be honest, well, well, if, if that man wants to continue sleeping with that woman, not that Saturday, but possibly the next Saturday or the next Friday or the next day after that, he would be a fool to be honest about his true intentions with wanting to sleep with other women. That would just be stupid. That's player rule 101 right there. You know, so you really just got to be smart about it and understand. A lot of women don't understand. You know, Steve Harvey has these women think, trying to think like men. You don't have to think like a man. You can't think like a man. All you got to do is understand our thought process, understand what we want, and then ultimately understand what we're seeking, you know what I mean, what we're seeking long term. And then that will really answer a lot of questions about what's going on in the interim. One of the, speaking of which, you know, this was part one. And I'm going to wrap up today, okay, because I think, we, you know, we talked about it a lot. But, and shout out to Tariq for calling in to clarify a few things. He was, he was uh, on the last show as well, uh, dropped some good information. Check out that show if you missed it, our, uh, our post-Thanksgiving special. But, so this was part one of Relationships 101, Do's and Don'ts of Dating. But on part two, I want to take a little bit, really a, a good amount of time and answer those very questions that I just mentioned. What do men want in relationships? And there was a really big thread in, in, the, uh, face, in the Facebook group about that. Uh, you know what I mean? About what do we want as men in relationships, but then also what do women want, want in relationships? Okay? Because there's, there's, there are many similarities, okay? But then there are often many uh, discrepancies and differences between what men and, and women want. So we're going to talk about that. Um, but then also some other common questions as far as, uh, you know, dating do's and don'ts go. Looking at members of the opposite sex. You know what I mean? Like, I want to like, is that okay or is that not okay? I've heard different things. You know, you're walking with your mate, walking with your husband, your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, and you see an attractive female. You know, is it okay to look? You know, uh, something that's very common with men is we see an attractive female, and, and, I'll, and I'll keep it even more specific. We'll see uh, uh, certain certain things going on on her lower body walking towards us. There's often the uh, temptation, I'll say, to, to you know to do a quick turn do a quick glance to see what's going on, not just up front, but in the back. And so is that, well, I think we all know that's not okay. But you know what I mean? We want to talk about men who do that, you know, and how women respond to men who do that. So I want to talk about that. Um, also, there was a really, really good discussion on just the whole parameters set up around dating in regards to finances. You know, you know, what, where do your finances need to be before inviting someone out on a date? You know, there was a question of, you know, if someone had no money, but he asked the per the woman to uh, to pay for this one, and he pick up the tab for the next one. Is that okay? A lot of women said they would be cool with that. A lot of women said, you know, go jump in the lake. They were not cool with that. So I want to talk about that a little bit. 
something else I want to talk about, uh, the ring. You know, the size of the ring. Does size matter? Okay, does size matter? Does the size of the ring, does the color cut clarity matter? I want to talk about the importance of those things, um, what that says about how a man sees a woman. There's a lot to that. And then also there was a, a, re- a really good discussion from a few weeks ago on uh, on it was around the holiday right before Thanksgiving of should the wife move to the back seat when her mother-in-law gets into the car? You know how that goes? Like, you know what I'm saying? You're riding up front with your husband or your boyfriend, but then his mom gets in. Do you do you say, oh, hold on, let me let me hop in the back, or do you make her, you know, slot, you know, potentially being uncomfortable back there? So those are some of the the, uh, the questions that I want to uh, address on on my next live show, part two. There's a lot to lot to cover today, so I knew I wouldn't get a chance to get to everything uh, today. But hopefully, uh, you guys learned some things. Hopefully, everyone was, um, you know, entertained. And really, you know, because this stuff, a lot of these discussions online can get heated, you know, they can get intense. But one thing about me, you know me, I keep it real, and I'm going to talk about everything. That, anything I'm passionate about online, you're going to hear me talk about on the show. You're going to have an opportunity to call in about the show. You know what I'm saying? So I don't hide anything. I don't screen calls. Every This is a show for the people. Everyone is welcome to interact online in a respectful manner as well as uh, here on the show. So I want to thank everybody for calling in. Real quick, or excuse me, for listening, um, real quick, uh, the holiday special, Talbot Relationship Counseling is special. First month free special is still going on. This is my super, super busy time of the year. So if you're looking for uh, a free emotional availability assessment, you know, you, you heard some things today that maybe resonated with you as far as why you may be uh, not having the, the easiest time, you know, in dating and relationships and you want to get some clarification on that, definitely call me. 855-55-DATON, shoot me an email, inbox, askdaydon at trctoday.com. And, um, you know, and that's what it is, man. So thank you all for listening in, and I will talk to you next time for part two. See ya. Motivation, child, a date on top of motivating you, girl.
Don't talk. 